Welcome back, Flash Fanatics, to another episode of Back in a Flash. We're your hosts, Steve. And Meg. And this week, we're going to talk about episode, what is this, 18, I think? And which we're is actually called... going to take the time to talk at, talk about it at length, rather right. than trying to like, hurry right. to get through it, because we're baking in a car. Because yeah. we're back in a studio this yeah, yeah. week. Yeah, we're in the studio. Last week, or last episode, we were recording in a car in Central City, Nebraska, and it was burning hot and so we were uh we were kind of pushing things time. yeah and so because of that and because uh this week's episode was the way it was we may spend a bit of time talking about tricksters later on in this episode as well uh because that episode was a huge episode and we should probably talk about it a little bit more yes uh so let's go ahead and get started first though and talk about all-Star Team-Up, which was this week's episode. Yeah. So, uh, big highlights this week. We had Felicity and Ray mm-hmm. come over from Star City and visit Central City again. Yeah. Right? Um, along with a fun little Superman nod. Nod to uh, Brandon Routh playing Superman in Superman Returns. And when he flies in, they all say, look, up in the sky, it's a bird, it's a plane, <laughs> that oh. whole thing. Right? Yeah. You noticed uh, that, too? That was yeah. so subtle. So subtle. <laughs> right? There was a couple yeah. of other um, comments in there that I thought were pretty funny. Like, um, at one point, I think somebody says, we have the technology. And oh, it was yeah. Like, what yeah, yeah. Are, you know, just the like, $6 million man yes. reference. Yeah. <laughs> just really subtle references yeah. throughout the whole thing. <laughs> See, I, I, I like the $6 million man one more than the Superman one, actually. <laughs> oh, really? The Superman one, to me, just felt so heavy-handed. Oh. It was. I don't know. I don't know. I kind of thought it was funny. I mean, I, all I of know. Them, I'm I, sure. I'm really sure lots of it. people loved it. And I usually do. That's usually the type of thing that I'm all about. I love those little nods. Yes, but, but it seems like you were that, not too impressed with the episode overall. I wasn't. Right. I wasn't. Just I can tell from the things that we've been talking about. And yeah. The fact that um, I I would <laughs> I would say pretty certainly this was the weakest episode of the season. Really? Yeah, yeah. I kind of okay. I didn't want to say this, but I kind of have to agree with you on it. It's just I wasn't sure if that was my perspective because I binge watched Daredevil, and so now I'm like <laughs> expecting right. something else completely, right. you know. And then I go and watch The Flash, and right. it just didn't hold up as much. And I was going, "Well, okay, I mean, so there... maybe I just totally skewed myself, <laughs> like my perspective <laughs> by watching Daredevil, or perhaps uh, this episode really wasn't as they're such great." In, they're such incredibly different shows. I think. The, oh, for sure. I think the biggest thing is just that we've had so many really stellar episodes just back to back yeah and this one this one was really like on par with some of the episodes in the first half of the season yeah Uh, which isn't not to say that that's bad or anything because it wasn't like they're still great episodes it's just that we have been consistently they they raised the bar (laughs) so much themselves and you know we even talked about it in the last episode we said like how are they going to keep topping themselves and the answer is well, They're not. this week they didn't. <laughs> right. Uh, hopefully this week was just a fluke, and next week it picks back up. It's so. not really even a fluke. It's just like, I, I mean, because I can't even say that it was bad. It just wasn't as good as we have come to know of them. Like, their best quality. I before. I don't know. I don't know. I'm very anti-B trope. I've seen too many episodes where it's like the swarm of bees. <laughs> 
And it bugs me. Bees? I Beads. hate bees. Yeah. And I'm with Cisco 100% right. on like how with he... With his Indiana Jones references? Yes. Yeah. And how he reacts to bees. Like that's how I am with bees. So yeah. I kind of despise bee episodes as well in general. <laughs> um, right. I'm just not a fan. Unless I'm in a bee suit, like a beekeeper outfit, which... Which mm-hmm. Cisco, yeah, yeah, brought that's up. What that's what I'm saying. Like we're on the same yeah. level with that. But, yeah, yeah. Um, so what about other than the bees? Was that really the only? Th- it, was it the nonstop puns that they used with the bees? Holy cow! There were a lot of them. <laughs> right. <laughs> there Should were I buzz a myself lot. in? Is just. I mean, there is. Yeah. Oh my gosh! There's. Oh, oh, over and over. It, they hit yeah. that bee head over and over. Yeah, they really did. Um. <laughs> I don't know. There were also just a lot of things that, when it when they revealed them, it just felt like a huge coincidence. Like, oh, he's got a defibrillator in his suit. Oh, isn't that convenient? Oh yeah. <laughs> um, that's, I was going. I made a note of this. Actually, I was going to ask you about that. Is that like? Um... That's never. I mean, that's never been a thing in the comics. But then again. The no, whole setup of the whole setup of Barry having a team behind him is not. From no, the but have you either. ever experienced? Like, can you ever think of a time where they ever had a defibrillator built into a hero suit previously? And why not? It does seem like it was a really good <laughs> yeah. idea to have built right. into the suit. But yes, an awful without idea. some sort of mention previously. Right. It felt like just a really convenient explanation to pull him out of this risk. And, I feel like Cisco's work is a little bit better than use once and broke because that she was like, right. "Oh, your defibrillator's broke now." Like, well, oh, it's, they... a, it's a defibrillator. Can't you just replace it? Whatever you got to do, recharge or whatever. it. Yeah, yeah. like I, figured... I would have thought that would happen <laughs> as soon as he brought the suit back in. Yes, uh, but for whatever reason, it was a one and done thing, yeah. and that was it. Yes. I know. I found that to be very interesting, too. I'm like, so that means he can't use it again in the future? Are they going to fix this? Like, right. why did they even mention that it's broken? Right. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. And then he became a defibrillator. Barry did. Later right. To... Which was kind of... That was kind of fun. Yeah, I, I thought suppose. that was really kind of cool. Like, yeah. oh, he has another power, though. Like, and you sh- they right. just constantly are using his powers in different right. new ways. And I yeah. love it. I mean... Death at the hands of the bug-eyed bandit doesn't really feel like a credible threat to me in the show. <laughs> I was pretty certain that nobody was going to die in this episode. Yeah. You know? The bug-eyed it's... bandit. Oh, is that... Is she Is she a character? Like, is that so something... So, I, I was just reading a little bit earlier, and I guess there is a bug-eyed bandit in the comics. It's a Adam villain, which is oh. presumably why they brought her in Perfect. with, with the Adam. Yes. Uh, but it's a guy in the comics. Uh, I guess that he still does the little robotic insects thing, and that's his power set. But beyond that, I don't really know a whole lot about Bug-Eyed Bandit, hmm. to tell you. Interesting. I feel like they could have gone yeah. with, like, Queen Bee or, like, right. a lot of other... And we, I mean, we had suspected that a little right. bit. Uh, you know, we talked about it previously when we just saw that brief shot of uh, Emily Kinney I didn't realize it was Emily Kinney. She looked different in the show. Like, they had her hair done differently, yeah. and she looked really different to me. Uh, Where else have and, you seen her? I didn't recognize well, her just at all. Well, just from publicity shots online. Oh, okay. And I gotcha. guess she's been in Walking Dead, but I'm, I have not seen Walking Dead. I haven't either. 
I'm completely yeah. out of the loop on that. Yeah. feel like a bit of a bad geek for not <laughs> having seen it, but I haven't. There's a lot of stuff out there. There's so right? many things. Um, yeah, so she's been in that. And, uh, but anyways, her her involvement in this episode seemed incredibly minimal as well. She only had a couple scenes. Yeah. Um, Most of it was just her bees. Right. Um, it was kind of the introduction of her talking to her bee and then sitting behind like her... Her big computer... Computer console or whatever yeah. right um and that was really about the extent yeah. of it there I, I, I didn't few. really feel like her character was fleshed out at all no. and in the slightest bit but no. i think that was sort of the point of the episode i don't think that really it was meant to focus on the which right to focus on the villain or villain or right. anything in this character in this mm-hmm. episode right Actually, what I felt like this episode was mostly focused on was the Iris Eddie relationship. Yeah, yeah. Um, or the demise of the relationship, or right. whatever. And right. I do not understand for the life of me why they are keeping the secret from Iris. No. I'm like, no. Just tell her already. Like, I really want to just shake Barry and be like, just tell her. Like, she well, will get it. Shake Joe. Or I mean, Joe, yeah. I think Joe's the only one at this point that's really holding that up. He's like, Barry's, oh, it's going right. to protect her. Like, right. No. Barry respects Joe's judgment, and that's the only reason he hasn't told her. Right. I think Barry wants to. And I, Eddie, Eddie obviously definitely yeah. wants to, uh, but they both respect Joe. So Joe's the one you got to go shake. And, <laughs> well, I don't uh, know if I can shake Joe as easily as I can shake Barry, though. Man. So maybe I'll start with. I just. Well, I guess Barry is a superhero, so I can't. I couldn't probably shake him either. It doesn't. It doesn't even make sense in the plot at this point for them to keep no, the secret from her. Not at all. When she was completely distanced from the Flash, there's some logic behind it. But at this point, she's been reporting on the Flash, investigating the Flash. We've we talked about this before. You know, yeah. we've seen characters come after her because of her correlation to the Flash already. Mm-hmm. So, what does her knowing the secret change in that regard? Right, and Eddie knows, so it's not like she can go and tell anybody that she's or like she. It's not like they aren't going to trust her to keep the secret right. because she can't tell anybody that doesn't already know. Right. Essentially, I mean, everybody else knows. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I don't. I do not understand how it is keeping her right. safer. I mean, to not the, know. the only things this is really leading to, it seems, is the longer you wait to tell her, the more other people that find out, the more frustrated that she's going to be that it took them so long to tell her. Right. Uh, and then it's clearly driving a wedge between. Eddie and Iris, as we saw in this episode, mm-hmm. and that's almost certainly going to lead to a wedge between Eddie and Barry. Yeah, that growing resentment between right. Eddie and Barry. Right. Yeah. Uh, you know, he already had some resentment toward the Flash, and we didn't really see any of that resentment yeah, come I'm, out when that secret was revealed to I know, Eddie. I'm kind of curious to see... Uh, it, but I'm sure it's still there under the surface somewhere. I'm yeah. sure that he hasn't just forgiven all of the Flash's... No. Previous transgressions. She kind of gives him, like, side eye when he's doing things. Like, when right. they're all out together. Which, okay, I gotta say, I did love the opening scene of them, like, all crime fighting together. And Barry just, like, yeah. zipping around. Like, yeah. putting people in cars and right. whatever, whatever. Um, it's, that is really kind of fun. But, right. like, y- even during all of that, you see Eddie, like, he's cool with the fact that he's able to, like, catch all these criminals. But he's also, like... I don't know how I feel exactly about the Flash yet. Right. There's still some reservation there, as there should be. Absolutely. Um, I mean, the idea of 
the systemized police force accepting help from someone like that is definitely dubious. Right. You know, it, it raises a lot of questions yeah. about ethics on the job and uh, yeah, you just the, start the legal system that line. and what exactly you're doing and mm-hmm. what his involvement is and and I think it's more than just him feeling like he doesn't have a purpose. I mean, he definitely still has a purpose and he's a good cop on his own. Uh, I think there's more to it than that and I think that I hope that that gets explored in the future. Right. Because I think there's a lot more to that and I would very much prefer that being the wedge between Eddie and Barry rather than a girl. Right. Rather than Iris being the thing that drives the wedge between them. Yeah. That seems a little bit antiquated, teen, honestly. Teen angsty. Yeah. For me. Yeah, just I mean not right. really in current times. I think people are yeah. much more understanding and fluid and yeah. you know whatever. So it right. doesn't seem like it really fits. Right. Uh, yeah. But yeah, and uh, the more I see of Iris, I don't know, I have like wavering feelings about her. I really, really enjoy her at some points. And then there's other times that I just like, I feel like the character is still so lacking and that they could do so much more with this character. They have so much more room to explore and do other things. And they're just like keeping her in this lowest lane role, which is so... It's a, it's a shame. Kind of sad. I mean, like, yeah, we've talked about it before. It's just a shame that she's not getting to expand out and really be her own character. Mm-hmm. You know, we've talked about some similarities between Flash and Superman, and the way you know the way they're per- portraying the Flash in this show is right. has some Superman qualities to it, but it's definitely not Superman, right? Right. Like he's clearly his own character. Mm-hmm. The, the personality traits that he has, the lighthearted nature of the way he handles everything uh, is definitely Flash more than Superman. Yeah. Um, and, and I'm not getting that sense with Iris. It really just feels like this is another version of Lois Lane. Right. Um, and that's just my opinion. Yeah. I'm sure other people have different opinions. Uh, that's fine. If you disagree, feel free to tweet us. <laughs> Uh, our Twitter is at Flash Fanatics. Yeah. Yeah. It, I mean, I think Candace has actually said that before, where her role is very much like Lois Lane. Like, she's yeah. even openly admitted to it, talked about it. She right. understands that that's a situation or whatever, too. So right. I think she's even hoping that they explore more with this character. Yeah. But yeah. Um, anyway, it was kind of nice to see, back, back to the other stuff. Sure. Uh, let's stop beating that dead horse. Right. <laughs> you know? so, right. um, it was kind of nice to see Felicity and Ray. Right. Um, in Central City because mm-hmm. they are such lighthearted, fun characters, like, and really goofy and kind of yeah. awkward. Yeah. Really awkward. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, and, you know, if there's any time within the show's history that the show needed some more levity injected into it, yes. this is it. You know, there's a lot of heavy stuff going on with Barry finally realizing things about Harrison Wells slash Reverse Flash. The Harrison Wells story, though. <laughs> It didn't didn't really go anywhere this week. No, except except that they more told, people know. Right, they told Cisco and Caitlin, which is a uh, huge development in it the story is. itself, and the fact that we actually got to see that Cisco is having flashbacks to the alternate, his alternate timeline. Timeline, yeah. yeah. Which I didn't know could happen, but that's that's just 
revelations of how <laughs> right. time travel works in this universe, I, I suppose. Guess. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I think just that, that exploration of that storyline, the the advancement of like more people finding out and then mm-hmm. or whatever is uh, really intriguing to me because mm-hmm. the more people that know, the more chances that Harrison has to like be caught, go down, right. whatever. Right. Right. Uh, turn into the reverse flash like full time yeah rather than just yeah wheelchair absolutely uh so i'm i'm always kind of hesitant to color comic book characters in in terms of good and bad Uh because there's almost always stories where a bad guy will be good for the sake of whatever or a good guy will do something bad for some other motive or yeah uh, or whatnot, but uh, generally in the comics, so Cisco and Caitlin, you've got Cisco becomes uh, Vibe in the comics, who's generally considered a good guy, right? He mm-hmm. joins the Justice League, and uh, and Caitlin, Danielle Panabaker, uh, in this series, is Killer Frost, who's generally speaking a bad with a name like Killer guy. Frost, right? <laughs> one yeah. would assume. Uh, so it could be that this is early stages of setting up that split, mm. that dichotomy, and having Cisco stand up against Reverse Flash and Caitlin still backing Harrison Wells as the person that she's grown up admiring, respecting, right. whatever. Um, so this could be early stages of that dichotomy. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't surprise me at all, actually, because... Uh, Caitlin even said during, or Danielle Panabaker rather, uh, during some interviews recently talked about when we might see Killer Frost. And it sounded like she was hinting at yet this season. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, wow. At least, at least like a little tease of it. See, I would imagine that they would introduce her as just Frost. Like just, not necessarily like the evil version or whatever, but right. just like she is just Frost. Has the, yeah. has the powers or whatever. Exactly. Right. And um, because the, there's still the Firestorm element mm-hmm. that he doesn't seem like he's really sided one way or the other. Like he right. doesn't have ties one right. side or the other or whatever. So I, I can't really imagine what would make him want to go down like a nefarious path just off the well, cuff or whatever. You know? Right. So... I feel like that would maybe weigh in on what her actions would be. So she might just be with the powers, sort of like a neutral. Yeah. And then eventually something happens that yeah. she, you know, is then changed into Killer Frost or right. whatever. Right. Um, but I just, I don't know. I just can't. Um, how is how are they going to portray that fall? Because she's not necessarily like a. I don't know. Bad person. I you don't know? know. Like. But it, I mean, this really does seem like step one me hmm. don't you think i don't know i i honestly i think, I think it very well could i kind of thought that maybe they would keep her on the good guys team for a while just like a yeah. change from the could be comic book stories and her character there or whatever certainly like, they have the ability to do that so right. like, absolutely i thought maybe she and would they've just... developed this really nice strong team for yeah. the first season and and then uh, eventually she you know kind of right. like defects and goes off on her own or whatever right right um but that team i mean that the star labs team it seems like whatever way you lay it out at this point it's not gonna be the same next season no at all no there's no way we're gonna see those four people working together from this point on it's probably not gonna be the same i feel like they're 
they are going to consist like continue to distance themselves from Wells because now right. Caitlin and right assuming that they believe Barry and whatever. I mean, obviously Cisco does because he can have he has yeah. these memories or whatever. Yeah. Um, but Caitlin was seemed like she had some serious hesitation. Right. She's still a wild card for sure. But right. regardless, even if she doesn't necessarily believe Barry, there's still going to be an element of distrust just because something like that was brought up and you know she's going to be wondering about it so i just can't imagine that the whole team is going to be working together even for like the rest of this season right you know from here on out yeah yeah it'll be interesting to see how that plays out with like Mm -hmm. who's actually going to like who's going to be their new leader their new i don't know you know head scientist or something Maybe they're just going to do it on their own. Why do they need another Because he's like a leader? genius, you know? Great. Cisco's a genius, too. Yeah, but... Just a different kind of genius. Wells is obviously, right. you know, right. mentoring these people, so... Yes, certainly. He's got to be on another level. Yeah. And he's also, what, From like, the future. From the future, like, what, 3,000 or 5,000 years or whatever from the future. certain insight that gives him very beneficial uh, advantages. Right. Um... And, you know, that's definitely another question is, did Wells bring in these people? Did he bring in Caitlin and Cisco because he knew of their potential paths? Because he knew that mm-hmm. Caitlin was going to be Killer Frost and Cisco is going to be Vibe. Uh, which certainly seems likely with all of his knowledge from the future. Right. When he's developing this team, he knows all of these different things. Mm-hmm. Seems like it would make sense. And so maybe that's why he didn't have any problem killing Cisco um, in the other timeline because he was like, oh, you're going to be a good guy anyway. I don't really care. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Let me just crush your heart. Right. I don't know. <clears throat> yeah, I know, I know. Hey, do you feel like uh, robotics, like scientists that are in robotics, I know it was heavily hint, like heavily hit on in this episode where right. they were targeting robotics people or whatever, but I right. kind of feel like just in general that's a pretty solid underlying theme of like people that are into robotics generally are not neutral like they don't just like make robots and then that's just what they do for a living they're either making robots for an evil evil plan or they're making (laughs) robots to like protect their heroes i mean in terms of the fictional world you mean yes okay sure yeah (laughs) no in reality there's plenty of people that just make robots (laughs) because that's what they're interested in no i meant in the show well i mean i think there's probably plenty of people that do just make robots because that's what they're interested in but that's not where the story is so they don't get okay sure but it just seems like even those people that were doing their own those scientists that were just like making robots or whatever even they their stories were that they like screwed over this woman that they weren't right. you know it's just not well, like a completely yeah you know they're not just like oh i'm gonna make a robot for, right to do good on my own i'm making right. these like no- i think that was mostly just her and they shut down her projects because she was you know they talked about Crazy. that she was weaponizing the bees and that's why they shut down the funding uh which by the way the the other scientist, the other main scientist that she had been targeting, mm-hmm. uh, Dr. Tina McGee, is played by Amanda Pays, and she's from the old Flash series as well. We saw her once before in the new series. We saw her at the uh, mid-season finale uh, when they got the tachyon de- device right. from her. 
Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Did you notice? She's, she's, she's from like, the old are you guys series. here to bring me back my tachyon device or right. just get another one from me? And he's like, wait a minute, you have another one? Do you have another? I'll take it. <laughs> right? Sure. I'll take that off your hands. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Um, which means to me that maybe she does have another one. And yeah, for, I mean, perhaps Harrison Wells isn't going to go after that now. Mercury Mercury Labs is a pretty big, uh, pretty big organization. So yeah, they've probably got another one. I don't I know if it'll come up anymore not, or not. I would assume they would not make but... one prototype of something, and that's right. just one. Right. You know, but right. Anyway, um, so what all did you think about um, Felicity and Adam? Felicity and Adam, uh, yeah. They were okay. The bigger the bigger thing I really liked was Cisco and Ray. Yes. Their their interactions were really fun. Yeah. Uh, geeking out about their different tech. And, right. Uh, seeing them work together was a lot of fun. Um, I don't know. Seeing Felicity face off against um, Bug Eyed Bandit or whatever was <laughs> right. kind of funny too. Watching yeah. her like, oh, you're going down. Like it's on. <laughs> She's got a nemesis now, apparently. Apparently, yeah. She's like, I never really had one of these. Kind of fun. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of fun until they try to kill you. But right. you know, you also you know, are dating enjoy it while it lasts. <laughs> dating a, a right. man with an awesome suit. Right. Yep. Which um, they should probably. I mean, he can fly in it, so it's obviously right. not like so so heavy. But it is armored to a certain oh. extent because it can. It doesn't. It's impenetrable by these bees or whatever, whereas... Even though he's got a big face hole right. in it. Yes. I mean... I, mean, I wasn't quite sure about it. He's like, oh, they can't sting me in my suit, but like they could sting him in... They sting could sting Barry his face. ...in Barry's suit, because they could get in like crevices and stuff like that, right? Well, I mean, Barry's costume is more, more cloth and leather, whereas Adam's is armor. But he's still got the big hole on his chin. Yes. I don't know why the bees couldn't just sting there <laughs> right. like crazy. Right. Or find a nook. I mean, they crawled right. into Barry's suit. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah. I feel like they could do the same. Well, they crawled into that other guy's mouth. I Ooh. mean, they were in... His belly. In his belly. Stinging him. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So, yeah. I feel like the bees are going to come back up, though. Especially I because... Hope not. Well, Adam <laughs> took one. I know he took right. it for like some of the technology features or whatever, well, but I do feel like Yeah. That's almost so that's almost certainly going to be leading to Adam getting more comic book traditional powers of being able to shrink down to miniature size and mm-hmm. do things in that form. Uh I was honestly half expecting that to be the tease at the very end of the episode. Uh but it wasn't. So Nope, it wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Instead, we got, I mean, the, really, that was the biggest part of the plot from this episode was crammed in that last little tease, the the reveal to Cisco and Caitlin of Harrison Wells' secret was just in that last... Like, second. Right, yeah. that last tease, and that was it. Mm-hmm. But that was the biggest thing in this episode. Yeah. I think they kind of buried the lead. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Anyhow. Uh, so what about tricksters? What didn't we talk about last week? I don't know. Because there was a lot of stuff. We really glossed over um, glossed over the reverse flash revelations, I think. That was kind of saved to the very end of last week. Yes. And we should probably give that a little bit more attention, at least. Uh, so in the tricksters episode, which was 
two weeks ago, actually, yeah. not last week, but right. two weeks. Uh, in the Tricksters episode, we found out that Harrison Wells wasn't always Reverse Flash. Right. Prior to uh, the the murder, the murder of Iris and the preceding car accident that Harrison Wells was in, mm-hmm. uh, he was just Harrison Wells, a scientist, good guy. Uh, and we had some mentions of that in this week's episode. You know, Tina McGee mentioned that they used to be close, close associates and worked well together. Right. And after the death of Tess Morgan, he changed completely. Mm-hmm. He was a completely different person. And that's because, as we know from Tricksters, he is, is a completely <laughs> different person. He is, in fact, a completely different person. Right. He just looks like Dr. Wells. Right. Body snatching. <laughs> right. Uh, so, realistically, I mean, both Tess and Dr. Wells are dead. This yeah. is Eddie, Eobard Thawne, or whatever. Right. In... Eobard Thawne. Not Eddie, necessarily. Right. Though it could be Eddie from the future. Right. Who, we don't who know. Right. But this is Eobard Thawne in a Dr. Wells skin. Yes. Um, that, that has been in the series the entire time. Right. Since episode one, it's really been Eobard Thawne in Dr. Wells' form. Mm-hmm. Uh, Which explains so much. Yes. And yes. also leaves us and open for so much. There's lots of little phrases. You know, uh, Tom Cavanaugh's talked about how in in his portrayal of this character throughout the entire season, there's lots of lines that he's tried to deliver very deliberately with dual meaning. Mm. Uh, so there's a, a few episodes back, there was a scene where he and Caitlin were uh, sitting in the Star Labs van, and uh, he mentioned something about some people just want to get home, you know, that... It's yeah. not necessarily any nefarious means or nefarious right. purpose behind it. They just want to get home, mm-hmm. right? Um, and, and there's lots of things like that scattered throughout the season yeah. that are little nods about where he came from and what he's doing and why he's doing it. Uh, not especially deliberate, but if you go back and rewatch stuff, those things kind of take Stick a little, a little bit, bit different. They they fall into a different light right uh you kind of go because you know more things yeah right yeah i see what you're talking about there (laughs) like it fit the situation but also i understand right Right. um so that's that's really cool and it gives it it gives the show some extra rewatch rewatchability i think for sure right yeah um yeah so uh that was a big thing because we saw um I want to say his name's Matt Letcher. It was Eobard Thawne in the episode. We saw the actual Eobard Thawne oh, from yeah. the future, the one that came back to kill Barry. Mm-hmm. Uh, his intent was to kill Barry. Instead, he accidentally killed Nora Allen. Right. Um, and in that scene in Tricksters, we saw there was one thing that was fairly different about the Flash's costume. Yes. And it was that it had the white emblem, white the white background, background on mm-hmm. the emblem rather than the red. Uh, That's actually what I was just going to ask you. Like, hey, did you right. see that thing? Um, did you notice that it was white instead of right. red? That's like a... So it wasn't even Barry. I mean, it was Barry, but a different well, version. Well, far enough in the future that he has a different costume. Yeah. That's all. Right. I mean, 
presumably that's going to happen before too long. I can't imagine them uh, holding off too long on that. Maybe that'll be season two. He'll have the white emblem. I don't know. I guess it could be so they down just, the line a bit. They upgrade us. They upgrade us um, outfit and to show that it's like version two point instead of the beta version. Like they put a new emblem on it. Like sure. Um, I, I mean, know, I it, it could felt... be that they change the tech in it too, or the materials used, or whatever. Sure. I guess uh, I don't really. The point is just that it's different. Yes, the color change is, I think, the interesting part about this, rather than like what it's made of or whatever or right. like how it's different or sure. whatever sure. the fact that it is different is interesting right. enough because i actually think maybe that's not barry then maybe it's mm. another person well, in a flash costume i mean they found barry's blood on the wall in that other episode hmm. so unless that was splattered there by someone else to throw barry off the track but he was fighting that he was fighting that we also saw the we also saw the white emblem on the newspaper in Harrison Wells Braille room uh the flash picture on the future newspaper mm-hmm. said flash vanishes in crisis and the picture of the flash had the white emblem there as yeah, well but i think oh what teaser was it or something there was some short little clip where there's actually two flashes fighting each other right and it's but they're both wearing red suits and one right. of them's the white emblem so, so that's them. that's one of the upcoming villains I was just reading the description of the episode. I think it's not next week, but the following week. The villain, uh, I forget what the villain's name is, but he has the power to appear as anybody that he touches. And so that's the clear explanation for a lot of the stuff that we saw in the uh, Paley Fest teaser. When we saw Barry fighting himself, when we saw Eddie shooting the police, you know, all of Mm. these characters doing things that were drastically outside their character traits. Yeah. It's because it wasn't them. It was this other character that had replicated the body. Right. Um, And maybe that's a way to get a... to get a true Harrison Wells back in the show if you can harness that character's abilities somehow to get a get a regular Harrison Wells that's actually not Reverse Flash back on the show. Maybe. Yeah. I have no clue about that. But I just I think it will be incredibly sad if we don't see Harrison Wells Harrison Wells anymore. Right. Because he's been such a, a fond character on the show. Uh, I just it'd be really sad to see him not play a role. I agree with you, for sure. I guess I was just thinking that maybe um, because we saw this character that can look like anything else, that maybe he's the one who's actually in the Flash costume with the white emblem. Like, he can look like you, but not exactly, so he's got to change one thing. Sure. I don't know. I feel like that could just play a role in so many things as to, I don't know, just uh, so many points of the story. It opens a lot of different possibilities, for sure. Yeah. Just yeah. in general, overall. So, because mm-hmm. I just I can't really understand why they would change Barry's costume like that insignificantly. It's, it's but the, yet it it's is. A, it's a more comic accurate costume. I think they're just trying Who to cares? Hint that they're going towards it. No, I mean, <laughs> come on, <laughs> I mean. come on. 
But nothing else is comic accurate. I mean, there are things that are, but there's so much the costume, that's not. The costumes so. they really push. But does to be that one color? Does that one color change make it that doesn't. much of a difference? No. Are people rioting in the streets over Absolutely this? Absolutely not. Well, no. then what does it like? I feel like it's <laughs> it's more probable that it's an actually like a different character rather than oh, we're going to slightly tweak this costume, barely. I disagree, but that's fine. We shall see. <laughs> we shall see. All and right. I very well could be wrong. So, but we will see. Yep, we will. Uh, anyhow, tricksters, anything else you want to talk about? They did not apprehend either of the tricksters, correct? Or did they apprehend both of them? I know that they were uh, caught, and then I don't know if I ever saw, like, did they, they send them yeah, back to they, jail? They took them back to jail. To the cuckoo house? Yeah. Okay. They just didn't spend time showing it because as soon as he apprehended them uh he went to save his dad right. who was strapped into the chair mm-hmm, and that mm-hmm. was where the story went oh, okay uh, but so they, do you think that they're definitely see apprehended otherwise we would have seen a scene where they fled right and that didn't happen at all you would think, but yeah. we also didn't see a scene where Captain Cold or Heatwave or anybody fled either, although they're still out on the prowl. I mean, they're right. out in the city, but we haven't seen anything since the last conversation where Barry's like, all right, no more killing, and then he sped off. You know, right. like we haven't really seen anything else. Well, the whole so. deal there was that they couldn't apprehend him because, I mean, it was a catch-22 situation. Yes. At the same time, though, I feel like the trickster has enough tricks up his sleeve that right. they could he could probably get out of it too it's just one of those things i sure. kind of wondered like did he actually go back to the loony bin into a different cell that he can't blow up out of now or i i think he, are, I, are we gonna see more of him i guess yeah. is really what i was curious about well i think we very well could see more of them but i also think that as of right now they're both locked away gotcha. i think they're both in custody and not going anywhere mm-hmm. uh old trickster is still serving his life sentence or whatever and new trickster is on trial in the background meanwhile right (laughs) uh yeah so i think that's what's going on there but you're right i mean they didn't have a clear scene of them being put back in jail or whatever i think that was just i'm just trying to remember all of the different characters that are caught and locked up versus the ones that are still out on the prowl um Mm -hmm. able to cause shenanigans sure or whatever yeah give barry a hard time well i I mean i think the big ones at this point that are out and about and able to be dangerous are the rogues and reverse flash Mm -hmm. i can't think of any other big ones that are still out and about so when harrison the reverse flash actually is since everybody's like finding out and eventually it's going to come to this culmination where he's like fuck it i'm the reverse flash here i am i'm gonna go do some bad stuff let's go (laughs) (laughs) um do you think he's going to release all the prisoners that they have then sure why not i mean why wouldn't he he has access to all of them why doesn't he just like yeah come on guys but then again they're like wait a minute you're the one who put us in here so we're gonna go ahead and kill you first well maybe he'll have a way to revert back to the matt letcher form Mm. and not appear as Harrison Wells. Right. Maybe. It's a possibility. They have the technology. I mean... They might not yet, but eventually. You know, they were able to flip the switch of saying that Harrison Wells 
Like, they were able to flip that switch and introduce body-swapping mm-hmm. tech, so there's no reason they can't reverse that right. just as easily and Absolutely. just say, now, he, now he's in his le- Matt Letcher body. <laughs> yeah. Right? Ta-da, new person. Right. Ta-da. Yeah. Mm, wouldn't that be fun? Just to have that <laughs> ability to just... <laughs> right. I want to look like somebody else. Right. I hope that it's... I mean, I don't... I don't think it'll be a situation where he can just flip the switch back and forth between the two identities. Otherwise, I think we would have seen more of that throughout this season. Yeah. Uh, I feel like that would be kind of taxing on your person. Right. I think he could probably, if he wanted to stop being Harrison Wells, I think he could find a way to switch back and retake his Matt Letcher form. Yeah. Right. Maybe, hopefully, like only once. So, hopefully, right. he can only do this like very well, think, limited amount I of think, times. I before... think that he has to have the body of the person that he's stealing. You know, he plugged into the person to yeah. steal Wells' body. So, I think that's got to be a thing so for him to steal someone's he body. Get back in his own. Then he's got to wait for himself I don't know. to be born in the future. Maybe he has to pass on Harrison Wells' body to someone else. Hmm. Interesting. <sighs> Just I don't know. Passing bodies around. Right. Like, here you passing go. them off. Try this one on for size. Right. It's, I mean, it's whatever they decide to do. Sure. Right? Yeah. So. Absolutely. You know, we haven't heard anything else about Gorilla Grodd either. No, but, Ooh. but, Ooh. Uh, yeah. the penultimate episode of this season, episode 21, I believe this is a 22 episode season, episode 21 is titled Grodd Lives. Yeah. So, it's coming up. Just a few weeks away, uh-huh. we're going to have our big Grodd-centric episode. There's only like six episodes, five, five episodes left. This was 18. We have 19, 20, 21, 22. Four episodes. Four episodes. Oh, yeah. man. It doesn't seem like it's long enough. Well. We've had so much that has gone four on. Four episodes, and these, then you got 22 so episodes to rewatch. Go through the whole thing again. And we will. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyways, I think that's all we've got for today. Uh, we'll be back next week to talk about episode 19, which is called Who is Harrison Wells? Mm-hmm. The title Who of the is episode. Harrison Wells? Scientist, body thief victim, <laughs> mediocre guy? <laughs> mediocre I, guy? I don't know. Sure. Uh, split personality, mm. for sure. Um, but... We'll talk about that episode. In the meantime, you can find us on Twitter at Flash Fanatics or on Facebook at facebook.com slash Flash Fanatics. Uh, you can also visit our website to check out previous episodes of our podcast, which is backinaflashfanatics.com. Yeah, so you can check out our website there and uh, give us a shout. Let us know what you thought of this episode. Let us know what you think about the upcoming episodes. Um and we'll be back in a flash.